Uh, so yeah, this is Dan Wright. I joined the boys for this podcast, <laughs> uh, number twenty nine, uh, talking about superficial relationships, and it was really interesting. We kind of dove in and didn't quite know what we were doing. We were flailing around. You couldn't really call it treading water, but I think we finally found some direction towards the end. And given that, I think uh, yeah, you guys uh, should expect a few more episodes on this topic, um, kind of diving into superficiality. In specific types of relationships, so first with families, and then with friendships. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast. So, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram, right, and people are just taking pictures of themselves on mountains, you know, on lakes, on rivers, and I was like, dang, man, like, I should just start posting selfies of me staying in my room and being like, oh, didn't do anything today. Life is great. Nothing special going on here. Because <laughs> people are so obsessed with their image and like making it look cooler right there. I'm just like, dude, what if there's just somebody out there that was brave enough to literally document themselves doing nothing and be like, bro, I okay. did nothing. Okay, Ethan, I don't know but where this is going. I'm not sure I'm that hero, but that's phone. what the world needs, man. <laughs> Please, hey, we're live. All right, hey, I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, if you know anybody like this, but yeah, we'll see you know, I'd be Sorry. I'd be half intrigued to see what you would document of yourself. That's what you do. <laughs> that actually, yeah, no, it's, it's true story. Pretty close. But Just so the fans know on our like website for lack of a title that wix.com Ethan's selfie for his bio is, trash bag? is still a bag of trash what? I sent you a picture <laughs> I know I forgot to put it on okay yeah check out our website because my picture for me is just a bag of trash <laughs> and I love it alright listeners and viewers welcome to for lack of a title my name is Ryan Hurd I'm Levi Larson I'm Ethan Warren and I'm Dan Wright is that window open? no I don't think so nope it is not um, before we get going with anything, any announcements or whatever, this last week, I believe it was, June 6th was the 75th anniversary for the landing at D-Day, right? Mm. And, um, you know, just on behalf of, for lack of a title, we would like to thank all of our servicemen and women out there for all that they do for, you know, our country, the sacrifice that, uh, they make. And just want to let you know that we appreciate you guys and, uh, yeah, just have a lot of respect. So thank you so much to our servicemen and servicewomen. Um, Dan, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell the viewers and listeners how you know us, how you, uh, uh yeah. Um, as I just said, my name's Dan Wright, and I know these guys from, uh, the old GR. It's Green the River. old GR. <laughs> G- um, uh, yeah, so that's where I went to high school was, uh, Green River High School. As, as did these gentlemen here. Uh, as did these We're all esteemed graduates of the oh, esteemed yeah. institution. Oh, Alumni. Alumni. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Just, just happy to be here. Awesome. Dan, thank you so much for your time. Um, Levi, any announcements? Yeah, I just want to make a quick announcement. We had, I don't know if this was like a mistake on the tracking algorithm, but we had a huge international push last week, and we just want to highlight that. Um, we had listens from... Algeria. Fiji. We're at over 39 countries right now, but... Um, we had listeners from like Bangladesh, Peru, Greece, Germany, Georgia, Jamaica, Argentina, the United Kingdom, Bosnia, Egypt, Thailand, Switzerland, Ireland, Poland, Russia, Algeria. There's a lot, right? So, um, shout out to those international listeners. Um, we hope you get something out of this. However you say thank you in your <laughs> languages, thank you in English. So, shout out to those people and shout out to our uh, esteemed 
fans here in the United States. How are our vlog series going? Our vlog series is going great. We launched our second vlog this last week. Ryan had a nice little stroll to the mailbox. <laughs> I had a little... Okay, so Dude, my vlog... was pretty savage. <laughs> it sounds like I really don't care about, like, past friends. And that wasn't the intention. Oh, you, you, you didn't want people to know you didn't care about it. Right? <laughs> oh, I didn't want them to know this is what I was going to... I think I, the, my thought there was, like, they're going to perceive this as I'm a very happy man to be married and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, Fevin Levi texted me saying that Justin was like, it sounds like he's breaking up with, like, all of his friends. I was like, oh, shoot. It kind of does sound like that. But yeah, the vlog series is fun. That's on YouTube, but we also post links on Facebook, so check those out. And um, yeah, we're excited for our our episode today. This is episode number... 28. 28. 28. Okay, 28. And uh, it will be on superficial relationships and things relating to that. And Ethan, would you just like to go into kind of the takeaway and... Yeah, so this was Dan's idea. So this is the second episode we've done that was inspired by Dan. So we figured oh, we just want to have him on. Which was the first yeah, one? Yeah, Living Authentically was his idea oh, on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if we ever, if we really did it justice, but we tried. Wow. It's a late shout out to Dan. Yeah, I think I think we gave him a <laughs> shout out on the, the episode. I listened to the episode and you guys did shout me out. Uh, yeah, I think we did. Oh, uh, cool, cool. Thanks. But, <laughs> so the question, I think that this episode is all based around is actually not where I'm looking. Well, he's is looking. Let me just say this really quickly. Uh, shout out to Savannah. She's not here. We actually haven't heard oh, yeah. from her in like two weeks. So, But we my wife to... has, so she is oh, alive she is. and well. She's alive, She's alive and well. We haven't been able to get a hold of um, a female voice for this episode to help balance this out. So that's why Savannah's not here. Yeah. Why masculinity... To be determined if it's toxic. But <laughs> anyways, so I think the question um, I'll just gonna read, gonna read Dan's message is um, how do we maintain or deepen and deepen genuine vulnerability, and how do we prevent relationships from being or becoming superficial? Um, I think that was the question that we really kind of hold, grabbed onto was how do we keep relationships from being or becoming superficial? Um, so that's kind of the topic for today. Um, so I think the first thing that we need to do is is establish what we mean by Superficial, right. a superficial right. relationship. What does that mean, or what does that look like? Um, so we can get ready for the the good stuff to come later. <laughs> Were you going to so, say? Are you? Are you, are you, you that I know that's a question for you guys. I would say, I would say, not to the me, neighbors. To me, when I think of a superficial relationship, I'm thinking of a relationship where I'm not who I am, and I'm attempting to be a different thing to please someone else or to gain something from someone else. You know, I just have to laugh when you say that because I completely agree. And I just, like, I wonder how many times that I've been with people that I'm not as comfortable with or familiar with, but I have one, like, close friend there, and they see me interacting <laughs> with this other person. They're like, okay, like, <laughs> Ryan, this is not you at all. Like, this is straight, <laughs> superficial interaction. Like, oh. it, it's really funny, but it's true. So yeah. I had to laugh while you were saying that. But. Well, I'm... I'm interning this summer, and they have these, like, quote-unquote networking events. And oh, it's, gosh. There's, like, 200 of us, right? And they put nine VPs in a room, and then it's just, like, 218 to 24-year-olds attack these people. And it's to me, it's, like, the 
I'm sure some of them are genuine, but it's just so fake. <laughs> you like skiing? Oh my gosh, I love skiing! Like, no, you don't. Do you guys do icebreakers and stuff? <laughs> no, we just straight up attack people. You, oh, like, you're an investment banking. Oh my gosh, I, I love that so much. Uh, like that networking I thing. Yeah, I hate, I hate that because every time I'm at like a conference and people start doing that, I'm just like... It's fake. Yeah, like I was at this conference last year in Jackson in Wyoming and it was like a... It was like... Governor Matt Mead, he was the governor, he had started this thing to like try and diversify the economy. So there was a lot of people there, but, and there's some people, people from other schools, and all these kids were going around trying to talk to all these successful people. And I was like sitting at the table, and I was like, well, I feel like people are going to look at me and think I'm some loser, but I'm just not interested in this <laughs> random talking to successful people I don't know because I don't you know. I just, it's very superficial, I'd say. And yeah, yeah, it just didn't appeal to me. So not being yourself. Yeah. I would say too that I think vulnerability is kind of the buzzword when we talk about avoiding yeah. superficiality in relationships. So that's kind of what I mentioned in that question. It's like, um, do you feel like the other person is kind of opening up to you or being open? Kind of like Levi was saying, like, do you feel it or Ryan as well? Are you being yourself? Are you being open? Or are you kind of putting on a facade to either appear a certain way or maybe you don't want to get close to somebody other you have well, trust issues or what have you, um, but a real vulnerable uh, not superficial relationship is one where you can uh, be yourself and be open and kind of mm-hmm. have that just uh, genuine dialogue I think, between two people. Yeah. Now, for sure. When I, you know, thinking about the superficial like interactions and relationships I've had with people, it's just it's interesting because I start to think about okay, why why was that relationship superficial? Why did I feel like that interaction was superficial? And I feel like a lot of the times it's because, maybe not a lot of times, but often it's because I'm just, you know, it's, it's like a passing by situation and I feel like I have to be, you know, like nice and, and polite. And so then I, you know, just, just thinking about that, I start to think like, okay, so is, I guess for me is being polite and respect, respectful to people. Is that like being superficial? Because like, you know, I recognize that I'm not just going to be like, Hey, my name's Ryan Hurd. I had diarrhea once in seventh grade and I love playing croquet, you know, like you had I don't, it once and that's it. In seventh it actually, grade. Yeah, okay. So that's a lot. That's a lot. But you know, I just, I, like, I so reckon, that's not genuine if you're lying. Yeah, right, right, right. Not even you're that. making it worse, man. I know. But, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking, like, I recognize that there's not, you know, going to be a lot of, like, opening up and just, like, you know, crazy connection and stuff. But, you know, I, I guess I just sometimes wonder, and I know I'm veering off a little bit because I'm going into something very specific, but I don't know. I just, like, think, like, you know, how, how much of, like, my relationships, the aspects of my interactions, communication, like, how much could that be considered, you know, superficial? Well, I think... Um just from like speaking purely whether either practically or pragmatically it's like wow the oh here we go no, throw down throw oh, down welcome <laughs> to the podcast my man <laughs> um uh basically those interactions you have where you're just kind of passing somebody in the street i think it would be almost like socially inappropriate to just yeah, go just into like, like, like dude listen i gotta open up man like they're like oh shoot like <laughs> like i don't even know, like up. it's almost impossible yeah. i think like I mean, for that, to, well, yeah. for that to happen and actually be successful, it for you to time, actually yeah. get what you need out of that right. interaction, it's not going to happen. But, like, in America or in other countries, they have different, like, social cues you got to follow. You know, like, in America, we say, like, how's it going? Just to whoever we see is, like, if you know them right. slightly. And you're not going to try to forge some kind of deep emotional bond. There, yeah, no, you know, right in that like, moment. Uh-huh. So, I think, speaking pra- yeah, practically, it's like, are you going to be able to for- forge, again, deep emotional connections with everybody? 
No, but I think, I guess I, what I would like, I think, attack maybe in this podcast is like, what are those not superficial relationships or the deeper ones and why are they important? Me, yeah. I, we're so like not going on questions. But I know, whatever. I know. Yeah. No, I, I want to ask this question. Why are you guys super, like, think about each of you personal examples where you've been superficial. Why were you superficial? This is going to be super savage, but like, I feel like with a lot of the people where I have superficial relationships, you know, just being completely honest, I feel like they, you know, either appreciate me in some way, like to the point where they want to be friends with me or have a degree of closeness. But after like multiple interactions with them and, you know, a lot of time spent with them, I'm just kind of like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't really (laughs) want to be friends. Like, you know, and that, and that's not, I guess that's not a bad thing, but then I guess I just feel bad. And then I automatically say that, oh, you know, having superficial relationships is bad is because I'm like, you know, these people around me, they're just being nice. They just want another friend. And it's not that I'm just like cold shoulder, never speak to him, but like I definitely know and recognize like I am just having like the shortest possible conversation with you right now because I'm just not that interested in being your friend. And I guess that goes even deeper. I'm not interested in what's going on in your life that I'm just going to keep it at the superficial level and then like continue on. And, you know, like I said, I can see how that's not bad because like you don't have to be friends with everybody. And it's not. And again, I'm, I'm like courteous and nice to him, but... I think that is the, you know, the reason or the cause of most of my superficial relationships. I'm just not as interested in being friends with them as they might be with me. I think it's also, we can draw a line right from the beginning that, I don't know, like, maybe we already touched on this, but there's there's no expectation that you're 100% vulnerable with everybody. Right. And so it's like really trying to understand kind of those more longer lasting superficial relationships that I think are, well, I don't know. I don't know. Are they, well, are they see, longer lasting or what well, is Well, then that's interesting to me because I'm like, maybe, you know, not necessarily that I feel like I need to be vulnerable with them or open up to them, but I guess sometimes I just feel like if I'm not trying to like ask them <clears throat> more things about their life or I don't know what's going on or what have you, then I feel like there's that lack of genuinity and, you know, then... I'm being superficial. And so, like, maybe that's a question I have. Like, can you be genuine and superficial? And maybe that's just, like, you can, but I just feel like I can't because I feel like I I would owe them more. I owe them equal to what they're putting into the interaction and the relationship in order to be genuine. And if I'm not, therefore, I'm being superficial, and that's wrong. And, you know, like I said, I don't think that's the case, but I think that's what I feel and what I have felt with the superficial relationships that I've had in my life. Um, something that I was thinking about, and this, this goes back to my first question, but since, so I like the word superficial is like, we can tie it to like, or it's defined as like, it's close to the surface, right? Or it's, I mean, it's shallow. And so I thought of when I played football, I know I bring, I haven't brought this up in a while, right? (laughs) On the podcast, I haven't talked about football, but when I was on a football team in high school, there was, I was, you know, I don't know if there was really anybody on the team that I didn't like, like I was... I got along with everybody, right? But there were some kids on the team who we were only friends at football practice. And at football practice, maybe we talked, but we talked about football. And it was superficial because we talked about what was going on on the surface and what was happening around us that was obvious. Mm-hmm. But I also had friends on the football team who we'd talk about other things as well. And, like, those are the kids that if we had, a, like, a road trip, I would get a room with because I, I could talk to them about life. 
Right. And so for those kids, I had more meaningful relationships or more deep relationships. Even though relationship with the kids on the team, it was still a long-lasting relationship. It lasted the duration of the season, even you know, pretty much the whole year, because right. we were always working out together. But I think of like our conversations never, they never left like the topic of what are we doing right now. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of what's the difference between a superficial relationship and a more meaningful relationship is, are we talking about what's going on on the surface that we can both see, or are we talking about maybe other things that are happening that we can't see? I feel like that's what this podcast is trying to attack. It's absolute nature we use the word hashtag real talk a lot but that's what we want right we want to we have a lot of superficial conversations in the way that you just described those relationships even and we as for lack of a title want us to be able to be more real and i don't know that that just what really struck me is when you're able to have like real talk conversations with somebody that's when you know that it's not a superficial relationship that's cool yeah tim what do you think about levi's question I kind of forgot it, so that's why I'm turning it over to you. What are some examples, like, of... <laughs> what? What are some... What's an example of a superficial relationship that you've had or have in your life? Um, well, I guess I kind of think of... Uh, Don't say us. <laughs> I, I kind of we'll think kick of, you out right there, now, there, there were these guys, you know, in high school, Ryan, Levi, and Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> dirtbags. <laughs> well, no, like, I, I guess, like, hashtag real talk, guys, right now. Um, like... I knew you guys in high school, right? Uh-huh. To varying degrees. Ethan was my age. You guys were a little bit older. So. A little bit weirder. Um, Still are. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's Sorry, changed. Nothing. Um, but I think about... So there was this time... So like Ethan went on a mission, right? So I didn't see him for a while. Then I came back and like went to... I think I missed your homecoming, but I went to like Coulter's or whatever, right? Uh, um, do we need to explain what a mission is to people? No. People know it's fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I remember, and like I was talking to Ethan, and we were kind of, I felt like we were talking. It was fine. It was cordial, right? But I felt like a lot of what we were saying was just kind of like mm. playing ping pong, right? Just like real like lame So what balls. are you doing for school? I'm doing this for yeah. school. What are you doing for school? And then I was like, and then we ran out of things like that, right? Ran out of conversation fodder. And so then uh, I was like, so you're fresh, huh? Like a week just a week home from the mission and Ethan's like yeah fresh to death man and we just kind of sat there for a second like, <laughs> head nodding yeah. just totally like well and then uh, like maybe like a year went by I don't know and I went to we had another friend named Coulter Poole um, and I went to his wedding reception in Green River and ran into Ethan there as well and for the first little bit it was kind of the same thing like oh, no. school, like you know you, you still work at the dump something like that yeah. <laughs> literally you work at the dump but then, uh, as like the evening progressed, we got a little bit more uh, liquor in us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, loosened the lips a little bit, but no, we, we kind of like started talking more and like uh, brought. I can't remember who brought up the topic, but we brought up the topic of one of our friends who, I guess, we thought was like having a hard time at, at the moment um, at that point, and so we kind of started talking like that. And like, I don't know that we had like opened up all the cans of worms we could have in that direction, but we kind of started having some deeper conversations like about life again not the surface stuff that we were seeing so I think uh, that was kind of testament to me like I don't know if you would consider that we had a deep relationship in high school but whatever relationship we had kind of like disappeared over the ensuing years and then it was kind of resurrected by that real talk if you will I know that's a, kind of an emphasis on this podcast but um, <laughs> so yeah I think like relationships can go in and out of superficiality based on the time that's kind of given to them yeah. So I have a question. So was it that you had a, a topic in common that 
allowed you to have a more genuine conversation or friendship at that moment, or was it that you had a common, per se, goal through that conversation that you were concerned about someone that you both cared about? Um, I don't know if you remember this conversation. Uh, I, don't, I think I vaguely do. I'm, uh, trying, to, I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying to play really these conversations. He's no. like, low-key, this, this guy over here is just <laughs> I an think, official friend. No, 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 that's not true, but it's just been a while. I think, because I think it was at Coulter's wedding that we had the other conversation, but I think it was late. Were you at Layton's thing? Did we talk there? No, maybe not. Layton's thing. Layton, when he got married, which was like... His thing? Or what, what do you call it? A reception? His uh, wedding? Reception. His little party thing in his backyard. Anyways, I can't remember if you were there. Maybe I, you weren't there, but... Because I remember, I remember hanging out at Coulter's thing, but I can't remember before that. Anyways, I'm trying to place all these conversations, but I remember what you're talking about, though, about yeah. one of our friends. I would say it helps to have something in common, but also <laughs> the common goal in it. I think, um, I guess... Maybe this uh, this is kind of compelling to me. I, I think it helps to have something in common, like mm-hmm. like that, like the fact that we had this friend in common. We went to high school together, or whatever. But I think any human being you run into, if you spend enough time and put enough effort into finding something, you can connect on something. Because we're both like this sounds kind of cliche, but you know we're all human. We're all, <laughs> uh, um, all have the, like that in common, and uh, I, I imagine this uh, guy, especially in today's kind of public forum, is just quoted to death but there's a, a Canadian psychologist who shall remain nameless um, no, he doesn't have to remain you can uh, off his name uh, uh, um, JBP as, as, uh, <laughs> affectionately that. known um, but he always talks about he's like a lot of people seem boring on the surface right and, and those be, might be the people you're kind of talking to like how can I get this conversation right right um, but he says in his work in clinical psychology he's realized that when you really get down to it like when you get to know people there's nobody who's not interesting like there's, everybody has something that they've gone through that's made kind of have, uh, they have some unique experience that you can either, uh, they can impart some wisdom to you or you can kind of like say like, man, that either that sucks or that's kind of, or that's amazing. They're, they're, they're uh, intricate and interesting, uh, but you have to delve deeper than just saying like, Hey man, how's it going? They're not going to be like, well, let me tell you about this really interesting, um, you know, traumatic experience I had when I was a kid or something right. like that, you know? Um, and in fact, I feel like we're not comfortable culturally with that. If they were to be like that, you'd be like, you know, yeah. lay off, man. But so I think uh, it doesn't. You don't need to have something in common, but you need to be willing again. I think this time and effort kind of that you put into it. So, is it maybe a lot of times our own fault that we have a lot of superficial relationships? Like it's it's less the fix is the fact that we don't want to be interested in this, or maybe. I think maybe, excuse me, I think it's, well, it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy to get to know somebody like that. It takes time and it takes a lot of energy. And so it's not like you can just make a connection like that with yeah. everybody in your class or with everybody that you work with because the circumstances also have to be right, I think. Like, you know, the conversation, you have to be able to have a long enough conversation for that to, to play out. You know, that's not going to happen in five minutes probably. Um, and I think it just takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of of time for those relationships to really happen. And maybe that's partly, partially because of the culture we live in, but if that's the culture we live in, then that's the culture we live in, right? I mean, there's no changing that very quickly. Yeah. So I think it is partially our fault, but it's, I don't know if we're really, if we can really control it because it's just, you know, we can't control how long it takes us or if it takes somebody else to be really opened up. I'd almost say that uh, superficial relationships aren't necessarily damaging. 
Like yeah. they can, but I think it's when they when you have superficial relationships at the expense of possible deeper relationships. So I think um, uh, I imagine there's a host of like sociological studies about this and psychological that like you know this whole thing like loneliness kills that's kind of running the uh, route right now. Um, that like deeper relationships are what kind of like we need as humans. It's like almost like food or water. Like we need them. Um, that doesn't mean you can't have superficial relationships. I don't know that it means that you should just like list your relationships out and say like, oh man, I gotta get all of these <laughs> to like you know the same level. Um, so I think it's kind of you can have as many superficial relationships as you want, but it's when you let superfa- superficiality um, say that five times fast kind of seep into your uh, <laughs> um, into the relationships that should be deeper. Like uh, um, I, I had a, a, a family member is that not being you're fine specific <laughs> enough That's um, <laughs> who uh, um, for a while kind of um, I don't, I don't want to like this might sound dramatic kind of like shut us out like the rest of the family um, and then he kind of just like uh, came back one day and was like hey I'm like it's me I'm back and we were all kind of like you know I, I, we, were, we were taken aback by it and I think the reason it was, and it was kind of hard and like it still is to kind of have the same relationship I had with that family member that I have with the rest of the ones that I've been interacting with. And because he, uh, kind of like we had that dead time, like Ethan and I had in the intervening years between our high school adventures and, and Coulter's reception, which is now appearing to be a, a very formative experience for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's kind of, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going down an interesting path. I, I can relate to that in, in terms of the family. I know it takes time and effort to maintain genuine relationships with people, I think, especially in family. And as I've been through my last three, four years of college, my life has pretty much been get a good job, get good grades, be overly involved, whatever, make money. And I remember one day I had a brother call me and basically just say like, Hey dude, the family doesn't really know what you're doing and people don't think you care because you don't talk to them. And in retrospect, I realized that there was a lot of superficiality in those relationships. And it was, I'd show up at family reunions and be like, Oh, how's life? How's work? Like, Blah, blah, blah. But I hadn't taken the time to understand what they were going through personally. And that's where it did become damaging, kind of like you were saying, Dan. That it robbed my ability to connect with my siblings. And I'm still not very connected to some of my siblings, to be honest. I can say that because none of them will listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> the one time they listened to it. Say, yeah, let's hope yeah. this isn't the wife. So. Yeah. There's maybe, like, two that will listen to this. That includes my mother. But... <laughs> You think of her as a sibling? <laughs> I know. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> but it did. It, it has robbed me of opportunities to be supportive of them and to love them and for them to be supportive of and love me. And you're absolutely right. That's what the danger is in superficiality. So. Yeah, I as you were, I, mean, I appreciate the fact that you shared this example with family because I think that's one thing that. When I first considered this this topic and was thinking about it, I you know strictly thought of friends, and it's almost like you hate 
or rather I hate admitting that some aspects of my relationships with family members are superficial because I feel like, you know, those should be some of your more like, you know, close, deeper, more, you know, vulnerable relationships and stuff. But that, that definitely is real. And I used to, you know, just kind of how this whole like little branch of, our, of this conversation started was, you know, I think Levi, you asked if it's kind of our faults for lack of effort and lack of time. And, you know, it just makes me thinking about like family and extending on to friends. It just makes me think like, okay, you know, why haven't I given them the time? Why haven't I put in the effort? And, you know, I, I don't think it's always like a reason of it's not because I don't love them or care about them. But I guess maybe it's just like, you know, for me, priorities. Like, you know, I've, I've allowed certain things to take priority over them and, you know, and missed a lot of opportunities that I think would really benefit me in life, you know, with family members and friends of being able to learn more about them and, and you know, just deepen those relationships and stuff. And, you know, I, I guess another thing that I think about is like, you know, we say that it's time and effort that will deepen relationships, but that, you know, those two things look so differently and so mm-hmm. different with each person, you know, with each different family member, with each friend. And I, I don't know if it's Levi or Ethan who's saying like, you know, regardless of the effort we put in and the time we put in with some people, it like, it's like a two way thing. Like we, just because we put on all this stuff, that doesn't mean like, okay, like, you know, unlock the door, they opened up, they're going to like share stuff with us. But there's so much going on with that other person that they need to, you know, get to a point where they feel like they're able to, you know, be, be vulnerable and, and open, you know, open up and stuff. And so, yeah, you know, that's just kind of what I think there. And, and I, I, you know, I feel like our next question was why are some relationships superficial and others aren't? And I feel like we discussed that pretty well, unless mm-hmm. you guys have any other thoughts yeah. on that. And so our, our other, our next question, the following question. Real quick. If oh, I yeah. Just no, speak sure. to kind of your point. I think, um, the reason our relationships, especially with our families, or sorry, especially with our families, um, and I don't want this to come off as totally anti-modern, but it's going oh, to sure. it's going to appear that way. I feel like in a pre-modern context, like let's just say like a a farmer in like the Middle Ages, right, like twelve right. hundreds England, yeah, like he didn't have a lot of options of what to do every day except spend time with people, mm. and it's almost like his relationships were kind of like um, given to him. It was kind of like it just fell in his lap, right? He was born in a family. And then he probably married the girl down the street and then had 12 kids or whatever they were doing back then. Um, <laughs> but I worked the farm somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Free labor, right? Um, uh, but then I feel like nowadays that we have all these like myriad opportunities, right? Like we can, we can go to school, we can uh, move across country to other country to other countries. We can do all these things, but um, in doing so, we kind of like end up... Um, in a way, like distancing ourselves from our families, not even uh, intentionally, right? We just um, kind of lose that connection, um, and we become maybe become obsessed with our uh, like our schedules, our um, you know our responsibilities, our, maybe our internships, our no. Um, <laughs> and, but the I think, um, and I'm, I know this is also cliche, but kind of if I could lash out at social media real quick, yeah, um, it's like. Far it gives us all these opportunities to reach out to our families in superficial ways, right? Like I see a post from my sister, you know, with her high school friends. I'm like, oh, like. I liked it. I'm a good brother, right? That, that's, that's all I need to do. Now I've, I've, I've paid my dues to the whole right. family responsibility. Um, whereas back in the day, you couldn't avoid people like that or just kind of, you, you, it was, your relationships were right there, like in front of you. Um, 
And I think, I'm not saying I want to live in 1200s England, because that seems <laughs> right. like it's a little bit of a rough, rough existence. Just a little bit. Uh, if Monty Python <laughs> is, is to be believed. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think kind of some of the, some of the realities of our modern existence have kind of harmed us in that way. For sure. For sure. No, Dan, I appreciate that. Um, going, going with that, um, for that next question, how have you deepened a relationship? And I know we kind of talked about putting in effort and time. And so unless you guys have some more, you know, thoughts with that, maybe if you'd like to share an experience where you guys were able to, you know, deepen a relationship that maybe originally you thought was superficial or just in general, um, and kind of how that experience went, went for you. Well, I think, and can kind of continue with Dan brought up and what we've been talking about, I think something else I've realized is um, proximity is also really important in these relationships being deep and not superficial. I think, and I think, like, especially with Dan's point, you know, in this world we live in where there's so many opportunities that we can do, so many things that are going to take us new places, where if we lose proximity to our families or our friends, you know, even though those might be the people that we care about the most, I think we're giving up some, something in that relationship. If we're losing, you know, our proximity to them physically, you know, we can still keep in touch with them, especially with technology these, these days. But I think it becomes difficult to really keep those meaning, those relationships really meaningful if you're not with somebody. Um, and, you know, Dan's example is a perfect point of that where, you know, we were friends in high school. I'd say we were pretty good friends. You know, I always liked you in high school. But then the mission happened and everything. And, you know, we just kind of drifted apart. And I hadn't, I hadn't seen Dan in a long time. But once I saw him again at, at Coulter's thing, it was like, oh, dang, Dan's here. And then... And then I think it was last year, last summer when Rocky got married, or was that two years ago now? But when Rocky got married, you were at his reception, and I was at his wedding, right, and go to his reception. Then yeah. Alex was like, oh, dude, Dan was there. And I was like, oh, dang it, because I didn't go, because I just don't like wedding receptions. But when I heard you were there, yeah, I'm superficial, no. No, but when I heard that you were there, I was like, oh, dang, I should have gone, because I didn't know Dan was going to be there, and I hadn't seen Dan in a minute. But it was just cool, because like, when I got to talk to Dan again, after like probably two or three years, I was like, dang, like Dan actually is way cool, and I actually really appreciate appreciate him Thank as a you friend. For the endorsement, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, but but it's interesting because it's, it wasn't until we were able to be close to each other again that we wouldn't have had that conversation, you know, mm-hmm. if we were weren't with each other. Um, and so I think proximity is a huge is a huge part of that. Um, and there's been a few times in my life where I've been able to have a deeper connection with somebody, even though we weren't close to each other. But it's usually tied to like we're sharing some physical space. Or like we're close to each other. I don't know. That sounds weird when I say it, but <laughs> no. I so I can speak to that. I'm referencing family again. I know we talked about that a lot, but I have a sibling who it's made, I've made a switch with two siblings. I had one sibling that I was really, really, really close with growing up, and then as I got older, we stopped having conversations. We stopped having fun together, and it became very, in some senses, superficial. And we don't have deep conversations anymore. Uh, occasionally, we will chat, not even really occasionally, which is kind of bad on my part. And then I have another sibling where grew up never talking to them, and in a lot of senses, never getting along with them. We would consistently fight. Anytime we were in the house, I think my base. mother just knew, like, oh, dear gracious, they're going to fight. Like, Full rascals, yeah. just roughhousing. <laughs> and, and you know me, I'm, I love to argue with people, and so that didn't help. But it wasn't until I started calling them consistently 
and asking them about things that they liked. And we had conversations about things they liked and things we connected on that we've actually developed a very deep relationship and we've opened up to each other a lot. And it was never like that growing up. Crazy thing is though, Ethan, they live far away. I see them once or twice a year. But the, the factor in those two examples was deep legitimate conversation. I just stopped talking to one of them and, and it faded away and the other one I I don't know how but one day I was just like I'm going to call him and talk about finance and we'd spent an hour talking about finance and I was like oh wow I really enjoyed that and I think they enjoyed it and now we call like once or twice a week and I and it's still going strong yeah cool Dan any any thoughts on that or experiences you'd like to share with uh, how you've deepened a relationship yeah before I share the experience I, I like to kind of frame it in this way um, I've heard kind of deepening relationships described as uh, a system of gift giving between two people, uh, kind of giving gifts of yourself. Um, and I, I guess kind of to frame it in Lehi's, or put that frame on Lehi's, ex- <laughs> Levi's experience. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, the very, wow, the superficiality of our relationship. <laughs> Levi, I just haven't seen you in a while. See? Proximity. Been, yeah, Proximity. You were at that culture's reception. No, I wasn't. Which is the only, the only experience I've apparently had in the past six years with any of you. So, um, no, uh, but yeah, the um, Levi's experience, uh, you're kind of like, I, I'd say like talking about things you like, that's something... Uh, that you're giving of yourself to another person, right? And, and uh, I imagine in like uh, dating relationships as well, you got to get to this point um, when you're dating somebody where you like um, are giving bigger and bigger gifts, um, being more and more vulnerable, showing more and more of who you actually are and who you um, you know you're not putting on the kind of first date face. You know, you have to have to put great on. face. Um, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, that's a good thing, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, that means you're not very much one for superficial relationships. So yeah, um, I guess you should listen to a podcast we're doing. This is, uh, <laughs> but um, but I think when I look uh, at relationship I had with a former roommate, um, we kind of uh, were kind of randomly thrown together. So I didn't know him before. Uh, we met as roommates, and then we ended up being roommates for three years. And I, when I first met him. Um, uh, if he's listening, he might he might think this is funny, but probably not. Um, but I, I, there were some things about him that I just couldn't stand. I was like, man, this guy is like, you know, uh, well, the way some, the way he dressed, the way he like thought about other people. I was like, seriously, dude. But then, over the course of uh, like a year, I think that we our contracts were so we were contractually bound to live together. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, we just like started having like you know those random like midnight conversations right. you have where you kind of pillow like, talk. Yeah. Basically, we were sleeping next to each other in, in separate beds. Um, but, uh, yeah, and um, you know, it started with something small. I'd just, like, talk about, like, why school sucked or something along those lines. Um, or he'd say, yeah, I have this, you know, friend that I, I feel like is um, in a really bad spot. So we talk about those things and eventually just got deeper and deeper until now, you know. Uh, he's somebody that I feel like I can confide in about basically anything, and I, I believe... Um, uh, he feels the same way and it kind of it was a process right it took three years um, and, it, and it didn't start well I wasn't like man this guy's cool I think we're going to get along real well um, but I think we've uh, it kind of came with starting with the small gifts because I think if I had given the big gift right away if, you know in that first pillow talk conversation you're talking about I was like man you know 
my childhood sucked, dude. Um, <laughs> His contract would have been up for sale. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I can't deal with this. Next day. Um, Our roommate really open. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you want to avoid superficial relationships. I got a guy for you. <laughs> and he's going to hear this. That's fantastic. <laughs> but... <laughs> Pardon me. Um, so, so yeah, I think uh, kind of being willing to give of ourselves, and then like that was Brian or uh, Ethan was saying, like um, having the other person kind of make it that two way right. street yeah. is how uh, I've experienced kind of the deepening of relationships. For sure, cool, awesome. Well, you know, as as we kind of come to a close of this episode, um, you know, Ethan, if you could just start us out with you know, giving your final thoughts, just kind of reminding our listeners and viewers with what the, uh, the takeaway is for them. And, you know, as we just kind of go around and give our final thoughts on this, this topic. Yeah. Um, dang, man, I feel like we could go so much farther with this, but I think that Again. if we want to give thoughts right now, final thoughts, I would just say that, um, I would say what if you, if you're trying to evaluate the relationships you have in your life and if you want to know how meaningful they are, how deep they are, Look at your conversations you're having with your family or with your friends. And what do you talk about? You know, are you only talking about what's going on right now? Are you talking about what happened this week or today? Are you going to? Are you talking about things that maybe are going to happen? Do you talk about goals? Do you talk about about other thoughts and feelings? I think if you look at what the topic of the conversation is after this conversation, it's I'm starting to realize maybe that what kind of indicator that could be for me to look at my own family or my own friends and say, what are the conversations they're having and what does that tell me about where the relationship stands? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's for me, that's what I'm kind of taking from this, I guess. I think kind of short, but my last comments range more on the spectrum of our invitation. I don't know if we really spoke to our invitation, but as we have this conversation today, I'm starting to realize that I need to reevaluate one or two relationships in my life and do a legitimate accounting of why they're superficial with my siblings that maybe I, I don't have a deep relationship, I need to recognize what am I not doing and not just push it off as like, oh yeah, we're just not that close. Like I think something actually goes into it. And so I would leave everybody with the invitation to identify one or two relationships in your life this week and try and understand why maybe those are superficial and like what can you do or what can you stop doing to, to change those? Yeah, no, for me, some of my final thoughts are just as what we've talked about is, you know, really that effort, that effort now of that. That's a big reason, at least for me, why a lot of relationships in my life are superficial is because of the lack of effort and, um, you know, just recognizing where I can put in more effort and how I can, you know, really apply that so that I can really offer and take from that relationship, you know, some meaningful stuff. And I recognize that that's not going to be with everybody, but, you know, just again, it, it starts with me. If I want to, you know, change those superficial relationships, it starts with me and that effort and that time I'm willing to put into it. And I also recognize that it's not going to be easy. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to take some work. And, but, you know, that's something that I have to, you know, kind of evaluate, um, like Levi's invitation and just see like, okay, who do I really need to bite the bullet or, you know, just put in some extra work and effort for and, you know, hopefully change that deep in those relationships. Yeah. If I could kind of like add maybe a, um, a so what to the end of this, like I think, um, a lot of people, especially like the 18 to 25 group or even 
uh, just before and after that age group um, deal with a lot of like social isolation. I think that's kind of almost pandemic today. Um, uh, a lot of people don't have, you know, guys they can make a podcast with if that's, you know, what, what they're into. Um, so I, I guess if any of you are out there listening, like that are lonely or, um, if you know somebody that is like, get them out of the house, get them to start giving gifts to people, uh, of, of vulnerability to, you know, um, and it takes time. I guess that would be my, my kind of last thought is, uh, I don't rush it because, uh, then it gets awkward real quick, but, um, yeah. Um, that's all I would say. Yeah, no, I mean, going back to the, like Levi said with him and his brother, I mean, if you find yourself in a spot where you feel like you need a relationship or if there's somebody that you, maybe you used to be more close with that you're not, I mean, don't be afraid to call people up. You know, I mean, I, I always will think about people, but I never reach out to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad about that. that I'll think about all these friends I used to have, but then I'll like, I'm so terrible at actually keeping in touch. Even though I'll think about people all the time, I'll never actually reach out to them. But every time I do, I never regret it, you know? And Levi's example is perfect of, you know, you don't really have to be with somebody to, to really be able to, to rekindle a relationship or a friendship. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid to call somebody up or to just, you know, to reach out to somebody you haven't t- talked to in a minute because you don't know what's going to happen, you know? Share a podcast with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vlog. <laughs> you could send them a website link. You know. Anything. Instagram. All, all the above. All the above. <laughs> Well, listeners and viewers, kind of like uh, Ethan and Levi were saying, I think there's a lot more to talk about this, so you know, potentially stay tuned for a second episode on uh, yeah. superficial relationships. Yeah, we might look vlog. into that in a yeah. vlog, yeah. But Dan, thanks again so much for coming on. We appreciate your time. And uh, listeners and viewers, we hope you enjoy this.